seek to, to break down the old barriers caste system and find a true division that have created false sense of superiority. We seek to spread the message of God and get love and guide to our ancestors. Greatly, this means that we believe in all those children the bondage of their minds and spiritual change. Well, we would like to welcome you to the right church. The right church is We pray that I resurrect change in both your mind, your higher place to seek your purpose. We accept all those open to worship and pray with us to serve God. We are a Bible-based belief service, but we know that the Bible is only the We encourage each of you to create a relationship with God. Therefore, I see God from a Christian being level in your life. Physically or spiritually, when you feel bound and unable to move freely, 
and simply your thoughts and the voices in your head hold you hostage. And worry seems to consume you. Especially if you know that you have done nothing wrong. And I'm not saying that I'm an expert, but I've been there six times, so I, knew, I know a few things. I would have to say that four out of the six times, or 67% of the time, it was my fault. But the other 33%, I was wrongly accused. And let me tell you, the anger and the fear that I felt both ignited me and keeps me near the throne of grace and God's mercy. Listening to and hearing the stories. Also, being in a place with people who have done things much worse in the eyes of society than myself. But understanding that God covers us all, or covers us all through the sacrifice of Jesus. I knew that God had a hedge around me and protected me each and every time. Even this last time when I was jailed like Joseph. Because of the lies of a former love. So even though not mentioned in the Bible, Joseph's feelings of betrayal, distrust, and his possible anger with God never came up. But mine did. I couldn't understand why God would allow me to be to be jailed in a strange land in front of my children and then charged with something that could potentially impact my career. I was devastated, dismayed. A level of trauma was experienced as I sat looking into the window as others were being released at night and I had to wait until the morning to be released. I came without a shower without telling you that it took a few months for me to understand that God was still working on me. Not just for expansion, but for elevation. The name Joseph means God gives increase. But in my life, in the, in the life of Joseph in the Bible, God also tests us over and over again before trusting us with the ultimate mission of care for generations to come. The high level of faith required for Joseph to operate in these situations at first for me was unimaginable. But the more and more that I've been in certain situations, my faith has grown by leaps and bounds. I can see what James chapter 1 verse 2 is saying about counting every trial and tribulation all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations for knowing that the trying of your faith works patience. And patience, when it's finished working, makes us perfect, a whole, entire, and wanting nothing. I've got another witness in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, that says, They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles. They shall run and never get weary. They shall walk and not faint. My God, those that have been waiting and walking, your downfall, those have, who have betrayed you and meant for you to be destroyed. Psalms 23 declares that God will prepare a table right there 
in the front of your enemies. Lastly, God make you repentant. Please be. We allow these ashes in time to you. Resubmitting those things are those gifts that you've given us for this brief period of time that we call life. We give you glory, honor, and praise for waking us up this morning, giving us life, and putting a brand purpose, promise, and plan in our life. We thank you for trying the mercies and grace. But God, most of all, we thank you for a message in the midst of our mess. We declare that everything that you have for us, that we will receive and more, God, enlarge our territories and give us the wisdom and prudence to maintain and excel. God, cover our children from the top of their heads to the sole of their feet. And let no hurt, harm, or danger come to them. We cancel every weapon that's been formed against them. And we declare that none of them shall prosper. We stand on the promises that you've given our forefathers and mothers before we were born about our lives. Give us the patience to understand that everything that you're doing is for our good and so that you will get the ultimate glory, honor, and praise. We declare that sickness and disease and all manner of ailment healed right now under the authority of Christ that you've given us as children of God. We pray for a fresh anointing and that is scripture be daily bread and nourishment for our souls. In God's name we pray, Ashe, Ashe. And I share. Well, then it is so. Our scripture today comes from the 40th chapter of Genesis, verses 1 through 8. That's Genesis chapter 40, verses 1 through 8. Last time, Genesis chapter 40, verses 1 through 8. When you have it, say, I share. And please stand for the reverence and the reading of the Word of God. Thank you. And the scripture reads thus, And it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended the Lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wroth against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers and against the chief of bakers. And he put them in ward in the house of the captain of the guard into the prison, the place where Joseph was bound. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with him, and he served him, and they continued a season in the war. And they dreamed a dream, both of them, each man his dream in one night. 
each man according to the interpretation of his dream. The butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in the prison. And Joseph came in the morning, in the them, and looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in the ward of his Lord's house, saying, Wherefore look ye so sadly today? And it wraps up like this. And they said unto them, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me them, I pray thee. The word of God for the people of God. Everybody say praise be to God. And you may be seated in the presence of God. For this outpouring of God's word. A voice on God's children. I would like to use for a title. The butcher and the baker. My jail experience. The butcher and the baker. My jail experience. <laughs> my God. The butcher and the baker, my jail experience. It may be hard for some of you to fathom that I've experienced being locked up not one time, but six times. It makes me look like a hardened criminal. Joseph, on the other hand, had just simply been in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> With the wrong people. I mean, could you imagine that the wrong people were your brothers and sisters. Well, some of you can't imagine. But it's still disheartening when your own family members sell you out. For me, it was a spouse. And it wasn't like they didn't know the consequences. They had even left him for dead, transpiring to kill him. So this particular moment, when we catch up with Joseph, he has had time to process the atrocities that have happened to him and still give God the glory. I told you before, and I will tell you again, that this takes an immense amount of faith to trust God when it seems like God's self is the one betraying you. But in our small and human minds, we cannot fathom the intricate and universal plans of an all-powerful God. How things on one side can look like they are for our demise or our destruction, but God ends up using those things to elevate us and get us back to where we're supposed to be and then still get the glory from those things. An exoneration of all charges. A quick divorce. A job right in the nick of time. A check unexpected, a business opportunity, seemingly out of nowhere. A lot of people, in fact, will call this luck. But the God I serve doesn't deal in luck. God, in fact, is very intentional and strategic when designing victories as God should be. When his people are in peril or trouble, God provides specific instructions during these times 
to do what it says in Psalms 46 and 10. Or be still and know that I am God. God goes even further to say, I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Here is God declaring that God doesn't care what your situation looks like. The ultimate goal is for God to be exalted or raised to the highest point or given the highest praise, which is hallelujah. One more time, for completion. Say it again with authority, hallelujah. Some of you are wanting or waiting for a word from God, and here it is in front of you. Hallelujah. God is tired of being played to the left. I only called upon during great sorrow over distress. God is looking for some consistent folks that are going to communicate daily, to pray daily, to seek daily, to honor God daily. God is not a side chick or a side dude for that matter. Not a toy to be picked up and simply put down when we're in the mood. I feel the Spirit of God telling me that spiritually we must be committed to God and marry this way of life called faith. If you are like me, then you know that marriage takes trust and investment in time, especially when you are newlywed. You must bend to the will of God. We must consistently consult God on big and small decisions. God wants to be your all in all. I know that I haven't gotten to the need of this message, but if we miss the nuggets, then somebody is going to go away thinking that their life is just cursed. When it is God that knew you in the way that we know our children or our mates and the hairs on their heads before they are born. And as parents, these children that we have labeled over and watched grow, we have held them during times of sickness and pain. We wouldn't dare leave them at their lowest points. Somebody needs to hear this. But sometimes it's necessary to let the disease or life run its course so that their minds and spiritual immune systems get stronger and know what to do the next time that the enemy attacks. Somebody say preparation. Ah, I hear God in the spirit declaring that your time for preparation has brought you to this point and now God is leading you to watch this your exodus and your expansion I want somebody to catch God's plan for our lives to prosper us and not to harm us God's plans to give us hope and a future oh my God Trouble is all around you. Death and disease have surrounded you. But the Bible declares that it won't come near your house. Have I got a witness? 
my jail experience. The Bible says that these men offended Pharaoh. Therefore, unlike Joseph and just like me, they were in jail for a season or a time because of something that they had done. But the favor of God is so amazing that these people get locked up under Joseph's charge. Somebody's going to catch this when they get home. Joseph was given charge of other prisoners and moved freely throughout the prison because of his ability to serve. Oh, when we get the mindset of Jesus and begin to serve instead of wanting to be served, then we truly become leaders. My God, our paradigms, they have to shift from a superiority complex to knowing that humbleness elevates us with God. Humbleness is a key characteristic that can make the most dismal situations work. God is calling the church and everybody else back to a mindset of serving leadership. Joseph served and became the second most powerful person in Egypt next to Pharaoh. And remember that Pharaohs were thought of as God's incarnate. So in other words, Joseph's journey started out in drama, rags. His coat was soaked with goat's blood. Can you imagine the smell of a dead goat? Fresh or probably days old without refrigerations and Joseph's brothers lied mm. to Jacob and said that he was murdered but he was sold into slavery. Then, after he feels that he's finally getting ahead somewhere in Potiphar's house, gets harassed by Potiphar's wife and charged with rape and thrown in jail yet again, only to be forgotten by the very people who he interprets their dreams and tells them not to forget him. Does anybody feel like Joseph right now that life keeps throwing situation after situation after you? And when you feel like that you're making leadway, get caught in another situation that causes you to be locked up or jammed up in some drama. <laughs> but y'all, Joseph had the spirit of a consistent Belief in God that wasn't based on situations or circumstances or even things that his physical eyes could see. But Joseph tapped into the power of God and became useful because he understood that God could give certain gifts in certain situations just so that God's will and desire be fulfilled. He told them that the interpretations of dreams belonged to God. So just to simply summarize 
guys. Real quick, some of the points about this highlighted story. Number one, Joseph knew his position and rationed out that God had a purpose, a promise, and a plan for putting him in prison. Two, Joseph understood the power of service or a servitude mindset. He knew that in order to be elevated, he must truly become a servant or the least of them first. I wish that somebody would shout right now, free Joseph had a sustained faith. In other words, he built his house on a solid rock. His faith was anchored in God who had never failed. I know that I'm preaching better than y'all talking. Joseph was given a call by the Egyptians in the Egyptian tongue, Zafna Pa'amea, which translates to mean that he discovered hidden things. But ultimately, Joseph knew that his name in the Hebrew tongue glorified God and meant God gives increase. And God doesn't just give increase in the physical thing, things in Joseph's life, excuse me. But before he was elevated, increase his knowledge of the world and situations. God increased his field of sight. He increased in his ability to forgive and even deal favorably with those who had sought Joseph's death, family members, and friends. Seven years of poverty followed the seven years of greatness. Joseph saved generations to come by listening to the word of God and enlisting and or enlisting God in his big and small decisions. The Bible says that Joseph was exalted. But I want you to know that the exaltation of rank and title only followed Joseph's bending his knee during the toughest times and battles of his life. Joseph prayed during the good times and the bad times. Joseph exalted God and therefore was exalted. And rewarded. And we don't exalt God just for reward, but we live it in spirit and in truth. I myself in the same situations as Joseph was, questioned God. And I didn't or couldn't hear God's voice because of my own small mindedness and thinking that this was somehow about me. But I'm so grateful that I served God and sat me down and said, this quit being about you in 2006 when our oldest daughter was born. In 2010, 2011, 2014, 2016, and again in 2018, 
And then last year, 2020, when I was blessed with my seventh child, this has now become about generations or a covenant that started way back with Abraham in Africa. My job now is to become so obedient that the words of God are followed in my actions and that I don't mess up that which is so important that lies with me. My job is to understand that I'm put in a position now to be a light, a ray of hope, a standard, a role model, a vessel for God to be used, to be exalted or given the highest praise. My life now has begun to be the gospel that people read and see everywhere I go. If you're watching this message, I don't want you to go anywhere else not knowing the gospel of Jesus. And that is forgiveness is available. Healing is available. Abundant life is available. And you have access to these things through a relationship with Jesus. How does one build a relationship with Jesus or God? The answer is simple. We have to communicate, read, pray, and seek to understand. God's purpose for us on the earth. As mentioned earlier, the Bible is just the basis. It's levels to this. And all of us fall short daily, but consistently seeking the face of God and not the hand of God is how we get there. Whatever someone did to you or said to you before this doesn't matter. The prognosis or prescription they gave you, therefore, before is now invalid because Jesus, the healer, has stepped in. And declare that you are God's child and therefore entitled to the benefits that God has designed for your life. If you're out there, lost in wondering what this relationship or revolution is, I want to pray with you. Even if you've experienced church hurt or being blackballed, I want to pray with you. Or even if you say, Joel, I've been in church all of my life. Or I don't believe in God. Or whatever your situation may be, I want to pray with you. And if you are led to do so, repeat this prayer after me. Say, God, I want to ask that you come into my heart right now. God, change me. Mold me. Transform me. And most of all, I'm asking for forgiveness and a new life. God help me to stay rooted and grounded in your word. 
And those things that you have for me. And those things that you have for me. God, I believe. That Jesus bled, died, and rose for my sins. And rose for my sins. I believe that you have now given me the power to live more abundantly. I pray that you develop and help me. To unite with those bound by the same purpose. Help me to overcome temptation and be liberated by truth. In God's name I pray. I share. With that prayer, and faith today, you've been redeemed and made holy in God's eyes. Rejoice. Thank you, God. Let's end this with the corporate prayer. Everybody under the sound of my voice, I want you to touch and agree with someone. Or even just raise your hands if you're by yourself. Please close your eyes and bow your heads to focus and show reverence. God, we don't declare that we have all the answers. And there are still so many out there hurting and still being murdered. But we can stand firm on the fact that your word has not come at void in 2021 years, so it won't start now. God, we pray for families dealing with the murders of loved ones by the hands of police or the government. We thank you for the comfort, the Holy Ghost, and the love of our brothers and sisters on social networks and offline. We look forward to the dawn of a new day and a new life that you've provided us through faith. We declare peace in our homes, our minds, and our spirits, and in our country. God, we no longer fear death for accepting you as our Savior. We have shed the unknown fear of death and rose with all power. We have gathered in this place to commit to change through realignment, recommitment, and reassertion of ourselves back into the lives of our family members and communities. We lose financial knowledge and wealth and the responsibility to reinvest. We buy racism and ignorance, death and violence from police or our own brothers and sisters. We release healing of hurt families, lost fathers and mothers, and this COVID-19 virus. We buy this pandemic and the chaos caused through you, God, our source of strength and our redeemer. It is in God's name we pray. Say our shame. It is so. Ashe, it is so. Ashe, it is so. Connect with us and join us for more inspiration. If you need prayer, join us. We work with counselors and other resources to help you to get through. I love you and I speak life and greatness over your future. Have a phenomenal week, family. 
God is in your corner.